Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Jimmy Palumbo Show. That's right. Jimmy Palumbo Show number 110 here at Jay. One hundred and ten, of course, behind the glass. I've got your friend and mine, not Gene Woodling. It's a funny joke if you're a Frank Messer fan. But we have Chris Gucci behind the glass for I think his third week in a row. This is like he is like on fire here, bro. And last week I was sitting and waiting, and you yeah, were just you know, busy. He's, uh, today we we got off. We were supposed to be on at one. We had a little. I had some issues, and we were running around and. Chris had some stuff to do, so we had to delay the show, but that's all right. Show number 110 of the Jimmy Palumbo Show coming from you live from downtown Mawa in his shitty kitchen studios. Of course, we have Chris Gucci coming from the wonderful, always changing, brand new Chop Sports studios. I, of course, am the Derek Rose of Chop Sports coming in off the bench when the crowd just chanting his name here from the Omni in Atlanta. Uh, Chris Gucci, good to have you aboard. Um, glad to see things are going well for you boys at CHOP. But, of course, it's all about really my baseball card, Christopher. Uh, well, you didn't even talk yet. How you doing? I'm doing good, bro. I'm yeah. I'm good. We're good. You look good. It's you been sound- a long time. You had a week off, so I know Jimmy's chomping at the bit. So I figured <laughs> I'd give him his, his five minutes right there. Well, And you- honestly, you didn't say your name 38 times in I the opening. I, but this is the Jimmy Palumbo Show with your host, Jimmy Palumbo. Uh, no one else is saying my name. Might as well say it myself. Now, Chris, you sound very uh, – you look very fresh. You look very uh, – uh, uh, maybe you got laid last night. You just like, you know, you look like it's getaway day and you're ready to give Bro, the coach seven crazy. innings. I, I said this to Ash this morning. I said, it's the first Monday that I've woken up in a long time where I didn't start my week with like this bundle of anxiety and a bunch of shit that I have to do. Because what All I right. did this weekend was I, I was, I'm reading a new book. When I say reading, I'm listening to a new book. It's called, uh, I don't even know the name of it. It's, it's something about block scheduling, like scheduling time block. It's called okay. very good. It's short. But it's just it's one of those production books and it says you get your hard things done first. So I did all my hard stuff yesterday right, and now I kind of right. go into the week with a little fresh outlook. It feels good. Well, that, so. you look, I tell you, you look good. You look like you're ready to get it you. going here, Shay. And uh, I appreciate you coming on as my co-host here of the show or my behind the glass. I just say behind the glass. There is no more behind the glass. These are all self-produced, which means they're shittier. But still, Jimmy Palumbo, an aging veteran of podcast number 110. And, of course, I have a stack of baseball cards. And, Christopher, when you have a stack of baseball cards, you grab one. And this one is classic for me, well before your time. And it is Juan Beniquez. Now, this he was a guy definitely in the spokes. But I didn't realize... He played for 17 years, which is a long time. And he uh, he played uh, from 1971 till 1988. I didn't realize he played that long. He batted 274, OPS of 705, which anybody over 40 doesn't know what that means. He had only 79 home runs, 476 RBIs. He was a role player, but he did win a Golden Glove in 77. Now, he played for Boston, Texas, New York, 79. Seattle, California, Baltimore, Kansas City, and Toronto. All like shitty teams back then. Um, he did have 1,200 hits, which, you know, hey, look, you know, at the end of the day, it's like 1,300 hits in the major leagues. That's not bad. We got to Um, But he also played for Boston when they lost to Cincinnati in 75, which I actually embarrassingly had to – I remember it as a famous woman, Carlton Fisk, trying to shoo the ball over. Mm-hmm. But did you realize? I, 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 I'm gonna give you an assignment. When, when we're done with the show, 
I want you to Google 75 World Series on like Wikipedia. Just give it like three minutes. You're going to be like, this was by far the best World Series like ever. It was like, it went seven games. Most of the games were one run games. Wasn't there a fight? There was a little a little fisticuffs in one game, but it was like every it was between game. wasn't it between the catchers at the at the plate? No, that I, you know what I tell you the truth, I don't know that series because I was ten years old. And oh no, two, I'm thinking of the Yankees and the Red Sox. What am I? No, thinking? this is uh this is a uh, Carlton Fisk and uh, uh and Johnny Bench. Johnny Bench, but yeah. it was a seven game series, and man, I forgot. You know, the Red Sox ended up shitting the bed in '86 with the Mets, but this one was like they were dude. Two nothing game seven. You're up two nothing in the fourth. You know what I mean? Like at Fenway, you and you know, they they and they they blew it. Like, it's like brutal. Um, and it's not talked about. I mean, you always see that Carlton Fish thing. Very close series. Very cool. Uh, and of course, the Yankees were in the World Series the next year. And they got smoked in four. The big red machine, and then the big red machine went bye bye. But anyway, he didn't do much. He was like two for. 12 in the series or something like that. He was a backup for Luis Aparicio at one time. Uh, but his big, I would say his biggest thing, he was traded to the Yankees in 79, okay, along with Mike Griffin, Paul Mirabella, Montclair State guy, okay, uh, and Dave Raggetti. Rags was in the trade for him. And the Yankees gave up Mike Heath, Sparky Lyle, who was, like I said, won the Cy Young in 77, and they got Gossage in 78. Larry McCall, Dave Racich, Domingo Ramos, and Cash. So that was a blockbuster trade in November. That's that's when baseball, right after the season ended, like November, had these huge trades. It was like eight guys are going here. And nowadays they have these eight-player trades and like two guys are uh, get traded to like a soccer team and then the Knicks get four guys, the Yankees get three of their catchers. You ever see these trades? Now? It's not like I'm trading Jimmy Plumbo for Chris Gucci. No, it's like Jimmy Plumbo. And Joe Rogan. And there's like players to be for, named at a later date. Yeah, there's contingencies. Like, yeah, this guy play know. this many games. You get a, like, a different and then, guy. Then, and then like the Raptors are involved in the trade and they have to sign off on it. I'm so right about that. that anybody over 50 knows you get these trades. Like, I don't even know. You wake up in the morning. You're like, wait a minute. I, I don't know who we got. But, what, but then if you really want to get technical about it, if you it's like full circle, because look at what Babe Ruth was traded for. A Broadway show. But that was. Yeah. Kind of, so. Cash really at the end of the day, but, but yeah, that's what it came no, down you know, to. But I hate you understand those five the, team the dynamics. Trades. It used to be more crazy than it is right. now. And the Knicks never do well in any of that shit. Anyway, so Juan Boniquez from Puerto Rico, again, he's still alive. He's seventy-two. Second week in a row, bro. I, I, I did my research. I find nothing on this guy. Not even the Instagram. Like Juan Boniquez. I guess he took. He made seventeen years. He was making a half a million a year back then, which was decent money. And he went back to Puerto Rico, and he's probably a fat bastard sitting there in his beautiful little condo uh, with a with a little hot thirty year old, and uh, he won. So Juan Boniquez is nowhere to be found. But that's my guy. Uh, bad baseball card. The nineteen eighty card. I don't know. You guys probably remember these. But that's it. Juan Boniquez only played a year. Um, for the Yankees. Uh, and he batted 254. In 79, he batted 254, four home runs, 70, 17 RBIs in 62 games. That's not that bad. He wasn't a bad player. He was like okay. a classic average role player, and he went from team to team. He had won a Golden Glove in 77, so he had a decent glove. So that's my guy, Juan Boniquez. Who do you got? All right, so I have a guy that you definitely have heard of, and if you haven't, if you don't remember him, when I say his name, you'll remember him. Um, but I found it interesting because I only expected him to be playing for one team his entire career. And then I found it even more interesting that he played for 20 years 
played for the Twins largely. He did win a World Series. He's a four-time Gold Glove winner. What um, position? See if I, can I want to say I third remember. base. Let me check. Oh, I know who. Oh God, I know who it is. Ah, uh, see, I'm too old to remember. I, I I'm gonna know. His initials are GG, right? And he looks like if Rick Moranis got drunk every day and chewed on tobacco <laughs> his whole G -G, life. GG, that's throwing me off. GG, Gary. Gaetti. Gary Gaetti. Oh, Gary Gaetti. One of the, like the, the they call the, him the, 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 the best hairdo slash the monkey man or slash doesn't know. I don't know quite what he had going on, but was a he rocked that seventies thing deep into the eighties. Yeah. Um, but he played a really long time. He played ten yeah, years totally with the Twins. Um, pretty good stats, like way better than I thought he would be fit fitting well right now because he's a career two fifty five hitter. So I mean, maybe he'd be contending for batting titles but he did have 360 home runs which is pretty good for he, you know what I, I would love to uh, he always did well against well again he always did well against yeah stats. gary guy eddie with a three-run home run but you know sometimes when you really look up the stats he doesn't he, they don't do as well as you think they did yeah i mean he, his career high in home runs is 34 like, he had a couple really good seasons four-time gold glove winner he played like I said, he played for his first 10 years. He played in Minnesota, and then he went to KC for three, California for, for three, Didn't he? The, the Cardinals for three, the Cubs for two, and he the Red Sox for two. My one. buddy Mark DeCarlo, he had a nickname, Gary Gaetti, the uh, blowing it, the shark. One of the, this, one of the, the weirdest snake, looking dudes, but hey, he got it done for 20 years in Major League Baseball. Oh, he was the, um, World Series have? champion in 87. How many um, hits? Over, I bet he had over 2,000 hits. Yeah, over 2,000 hits. I yeah, think uh, almost 23, 2280. Right. Um, well, Gary Eddie's yeah. almost too good for this show. A 42 war, win above replacement was a 42. That's pr really good player. Really good player. I know uh, that that I doesn't thought, mean jack thought, shit to you. I thought war meant that you played like, you know, not during World War II or Vietnam or. The, right. Yeah. There's no no service time taken <laughs> like away Ted, for his. Like career. Ted Williams had a good war because he went there for three years. Do you remember who the ace of the, <laughs> yeah, the twins was? Of that, of that, uh, yes. Uh, you know what? I suck at this. Frank Viola, yeah, he was another Frank chubby, Viola, yeah, you yeah. know, overweight, you know, looked like yeah, he had a twin. couple beers too many. This was like when the twins were way better than you know, the Yankees and then Kent Herbeck Yankee. was Kent Herbeck, yeah. They had a they had a great wiffle ball team when uh, sure I remember, did. yeah, <laughs> Kent they Herbeck, sure did, but that's Gary my guy, Gary Frank Viola. That's great, yeah. They were good and they were managed by what's his name? Uh, was it? Uh, I mean, I was going to say Garden Hire, but that was way, way, way after later. That, way after that. He was no, playing at no, that time. He, he was an old baseball man with gray hair. I suck. I should know. It's not Sparky Lyle. Um, uh, not um, um not Sparky, Sparky Anderson. Anderson. He was the Tigers. Right. Well, he was the Reds and then the Tigers. Yeah, but for um, my life, he was the Tigers. And he was old right. as shit from the minute right. I laid eyes on him. He was he, one of those old baseball guys. I, I, I Anyway, doesn't matter. All right. So Gary Guy, any... <laughs> And Juan Velikez as part of our baseball call collection. Uh, and that's cool. And that brings us to the part of the show, which the fans love Patreon. But I got nothing. I had uh, uh, my sisters chiming in. Hey, Mayor, how you doing? You're listening live, I hope. Um, that's my beloved, my uh, lo loving sister. Hopped in and say, hey, Jim. And Sam Grasso and Bobby Sheeha in the spokes. That's his favorite phrase. Uh, my whole career is in the spokes. Um, but we got Patreon. We are mired. We are stuck at 27. Can't get out of 27, bro. Maybe it's the 27 Yankees. Uh, we can't, you know, no 28. Maybe it's because Giancarlo. We're going to get to that in a second. 
but I'll read them off. That's right. Alex Stetsena, Mary Eileen Riccardi, Mike DeMosi, my mom, my cousin Joe, Rob Pastor, Kapasig in the 80s, James Kanowitz, web guy, can't get in touch with him, Jimmy Riccardi, my nephew, all he does is blow money on shitty tickets, Knicks, Rangers. Like He's not even a Ranger fan. He's like, I'm thinking about going to the game. He just, he's, he's making some good money, and uh, you know he's having fun. My sister's now saying crap. Come on, people. I don't know what she means by that. Um, She's talking about Patreon, bro. Oh, okay. So the Patreon thing? All right. Uh, we else we got? We got my uh, nephew, John Henry Riccardi, who's still in Italy. Uh, my nephew, Eric. Mike the Caprio. manager was Tom Kelly. I think Caprio owes me a check, piece of shit. Cap, Tom second, Kelly. Second baseman. Tom Kelly. That's right. Uh, maybe Tom Kelly should be on my Patreon. Um, we got uh, Frank Palumbo, of course. My brother, Daryl Clark, LSU boy. Greg Casalino just talked with him the other day. Um, coming in, Tom Kelly, Dino. Good job, Dino. A little late, but we got. Oh, Ben Harper came in too, in the uh, the chat. I give them credit for that. Um, then we got uh, Greg Casalino, Mike Shecky, Lawler, Dave, Ben, Pat Volkmer. Who <laughs> I got to talk to Patty. Patty with his post too much, bro. Too much. You got to just do like three or four a day. When you're on the roll. He did like thirty. Uh, they were good. I said, Pat, they're all great. I was actually like, oh, my God, this is good. But when it, when you're answering, he answers his own thing. I got to talk to him. He's in the, of course, I told you he's up at 4 a.m. He's got nothing to do. He's working and he goes nuts. But, hey, uh, I, hey, Pat, keep doing what you're doing. Who cares? Uh, honestly, post whatever we, we, the hell you want. It's it's social media for a reason. It's social media. And, and, and uh, people, I, I, I really think people like we mock them. But the que- the questions are good. There's no my, my whole it. thing is this, and I'll stand by this. If you don't like what you're seeing, it's it's just as simple as just a. You don't even have to be in the group. Number one, if it's really that troublesome, just go go somewhere else. Number one. Number two, if you do like the group, simply t- mute Pat. If you don't like Pat's post, it's so easy to to tailor it however you'd like. Simple as that. So Pat, keep doing your thing, bro. Don't listen to Jimmy at all. No, no, keep I posting. like listen. I love Pat, and I love the fact that he gets on everybody's ass. Dave hates him because he's always no, he doesn't. On. No, he doesn't. I no. know it's a, it's a, it's a running gag we have. I mean, you know, even uh, oh, you know, you know me with the cowboy fans on that side. Of course, but of course. um, no, it's that it's all in fu- sports. We've had this conversation. The minute you get like where you want to fight somebody or hate somebody over sports, you're the jerk off. You know what I mean? It's like you know if the Giants lose to the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. Oh, wait, that never happens. When the Giants usually beat the Cowboys in a playoff game, then, you know, I kind of went, well, back in 99, you know what it is? In 1996, there was no social media. So I don't know. I can't relate to any of the Cowboy fans. They didn't have social media then. So a little casual dig there. Ooh, God forbid. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the Cowboys win it. Like, like Dallas is going to just explode. Or, or not Dallas. Uh, Bergen County will explode with it, you know. What if the maybe. Knicks? What if the Knicks win this series? The Heat beat the Bucks. Then the Knicks play the Heat. Oh, uh, be great. What would the Garden be like if they uh, beat the Heat to go to the Eastern Conference Finals or something uh, like that? Be, you know, it would be great. The best <laughs> casual dig right there. The Rat. That's right, Ben Harper. You, ben Harper, you are my favorite fan of the day. Uh, Gary Gaetti was known as the Rat. That's so funny. All right, let me rattle up. What else we got? We got uh, Martin Walsack, Michael Deej. Janine Machon from Absolute Eyewear, Robin Achani, John Henry Palumbo, Greg Alperin, my beer league thing, which we're going to discuss in a second, Bobby Palumbo, Tommy Palumbo, Tyson Hogan, the unknown Patreon. He's like the unknown comic, the unknown Patreon. And, of course, coming in at 27, Louis Weege, Vichadomini, 
bad mother from Colonia High School. So, all right, well, that's my Patreon list. Um, and what are you going to do? Now, of course, all of this is brought to you by Absolute Eyewear. That's right, 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey, 732-326-3937. Craig and Jeanine Michaud, they're, listen, they're a great place to go get. They're opticians. You got to get your glasses there. Okay, Bro, I was so ready for you, you to say. You can't see it. You're blind as a bat. You should eyes. go see Johnny. I was ready. I actually was like, if you rewind the tape right now. and You, you were say, ready. I was like, I actually okay. was about to say it, and you left me on. Well, you left me dangling out dry. The, the problem is that, okay, 732-326. Eyes. Even, even, it just, again, you, I, you, I owed you that. I yeah. owed you that for leaving me uh, out there. Even, even that, it was late. You I know right I did in. that on purpose. The Seven, second time I did it on purpose, bro. 732-326-3937 by the train station. Absolute eyewear. They got their full service optician's doctor on site. They have Ray-Ban coach Ralph Lauren, Dave Sturchio's Jimmy Chu, Silhouette, Michael Coles, Vogue, Maui Jim, Costa Del Mar, and Charles Oakley goes there. Um, they got discounts, $100 off, mention the show, mention Chop Sports, do whatever you got to do. They're awesome. Now, they're open. My, uh, aunt, my aunt was just in there this past weekend and the you, weekend before. They took uh, great care of her. My mother it. was in there. They met my niece. So, so it's, you know, they, it's, it's it's all, it's a family it's affair now. Out, the, thousands, the thousands of dollars they've spent, is they're getting a few hundred dollars back here yeah. at Shea. I don't um, know if it's them, but my aunt has to have a... Um, uh, procedure done for her eyes and i don't know if it's their their amazing staff over there that noticed the issue so shout out to them if it All was right, big shout out to absolute eyewear getting involved here they're open five days a week they're closed wednesdays that would be because of softball and they're closed sundays football sundays of course this is jim gordon alongside dick lynch football giants are on the air the diddy drove off the road more on that in a second I'm going to be talking about Steve Venditti in a second. You're going to laugh your ass off. Anyway, go check it out. Absolute eyewear. Now, a couple of things. Uh, I want to talk about Giancarlo Stanton, okay? Uh, listen, you know I love him, and he got hurt again. But, man, the anger on, on WFAN and the post, Phil Mushnick, I love you, bud, but, like, you're ripping on this guy because, because he hit a tee shot that hit the top of the wall that everybody thought was gone. Michael Kay was calling it gone. And he had a hustle in the second base, and he got hurt. He got hurt slowing down, and he popped a hamstring. Um, you know, he just gets injured every year. There's no doubt about it. But when this guy plays, he's a four. I don't care what anybody. He's a force in the lineup. You, you, your pitching said you got to watch out for a guy like that. Um, and, and Yankees right now have five guys in the lineup that are batting below 200. I don't know how you can play baseball this way. Uh, it's like everybody's batting 175. Um, you know, like, like Gallo would be starting on the Yankees now. Um, but they're ripping on Stanton. I don't think it's that fair. Look, he's missed a lot of games because of injuries. Some of the injuries were weird injuries. Some of them are just muscle pulls, probably because he's in such shape look, and you got to bust his balls. I get yeah, it, but you, you, you gotta, you gotta call it what it is. Stanton has largely been unavailable for most of the time that we've had him. It's always been a waiting game, and when he's in the lineup, great. I agree. He's one of my favorite players. I'm not even bashing him, but the the criticism is fair at this point. The yeah, criticism I was fair for but the last I, the, two the years. Him, him not hustling. First of all, I'm going to say I don't even. I'm you're. I don't care if players hustle when they're making a hundred million or thirty million. I don't want him to hustle. 
I agree. I agree. You run out of the right. box, things like that. It's a mistake. Yeah, but, I, but I've seen that, him on, on, on double that's play. That's not ball, the reason why he hustle. blew his hamstring out. That hamstring was going to blow out one way or another. Just a matter of when. It was just a matter of how and when. I will get. Listen to me. If I, I, I will tell all you Yankee fans out there. You ready? If they don't get Stanton back and hitting and being Giancarlo Stanton, they ain't winning nothing. They need that bat in the lineup. He's 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 a force. The other guy, like DJ LeMay, who won the game the other night, good for him. You know, he's he's now a solid 250 hitter. That's what he is. And he plays a couple of positions. Aaron Judge is clearly one of the top five players in the game, although he's been slumping lately. But Aaron Judge is a Aaron Judge is the only badass. Volpe, again. Are we going to be still talking about Volpe when he's batting 190 in August? I, you know, like they don't hit. The Yankees don't he's hit. Starting they haven't. Hit. Volpe's starting to hit. Listen, I love the kid and I want him to play, but let's not get carried away here. Anyway, I think they're being a little hard on Stanton, but um, and he's just, I think he's the coolest player in the league. And I want him back. So I can't even do the Rizzo versus Stanton thing. And really, Rizzo's kicking ass so far. Um, but you know what's going to happen? They're going to put that graphic up. Rizzo is now one for 35. His average will drop. He's not going to stay at 320. I guarantee you that. Um, and also but Joey Gallo coming in at I feel like I feel like he's he's entering the safe zone in terms of batting under 220 soon. No, he goes on slumps, bro. You yeah, don't but realize. bro, I'm telling you, he also well, gets with hot. the shift, with the shift. He also yeah, gets so hot. I said he would bat under 225. That bet looks shitty right now. Yeah. But talk to me in a month. Um, Joey Gallo, of course, got hurt, came back, hit a bomb. That 235, he's got five home runs. Look, if Rizzo's average drops 100 points from this point on, he's got to go. Like, oh, he, point yeah. blank. Well, yeah. I get it, but let's see. Let's see. You know, what's the guy, the guy like, we're not, happens? you know, I know baseball and, 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 is really and, no, long. He gets hurt, too. He, he gets baseball season is really long, but when you start looking at it, you know, we're getting a good chunk of it done now. So it's like now there's a good sample size. It's April. I'm just saying, chunk. it's it's going to be there soon. You, you put together a 25 the game odds, stretch. The odds of August. If you're batting 320 after a month, you shouldn't bat 220 that year. You have to do really, really, really bad the rest of the way. You, you, well, first of all, that brings up another topic. Uh, Yankees are like everybody's like, oh, they're getting going. You know, they're five games out. You know what that means, right? The career that means we, we are we are well. We're into like August before they before they catch the the Rays. You know how long it takes to pick up five games? It's, it's brutal. Everybody acts like, no, we're only five games back. It's early. Yeah. Watch how long it takes. It's real hard to pick up five games. And again, Tampa Bay, geez, that's unbelievable. They got like what, three losses? Uh, it's 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 unbelievable how good that team is um, and how, how often they just win. Um, but that's it on the Yanks. Uh, uh, this guy? Dino, it's hard to count on Stan. He's going to miss his – you know what? He's still one of their better players when he plays. But, yeah, he's been hurt. It sucks. Uh, and I'm aggravated. So let's talk about our Knicks. Now, my buddy Steve Venditti, who works for the Giants, uh, he's been busting uh, Danny Dimes Jones balls about getting with his boys from Duke getting, uh, getting tickets. And he got a call Friday night. Daniel Jones called him up and said, hey, Steve, you want to go to the game? He was at the Nick game uh, midcourt with Daniel Jones. Cameras on him. If you go on Twitter – and you Google Danny Jones sitting right to his left. It's my buddy Steve Venditti, which uh, I know you're going to do that soon, or you're going to do it now. Anytime they show Daniel Jones at the game, look to the guy sitting next to him. And that's my buddy Venditti. That's awesome. Uh, it's probably the best thing uh, Daniel Jones has done uh, besides get a huge contract. 
But, um, you know, uh, again, it's something that I don't think Dak Prescott would have done. You know what I'm saying? But uh, just the digs on the Cowboys. It's, it's, it's a slow news day here in Shea. And certainly Rodgers would Rogers have went by himself with a hottie, you know. I'm also tired of the Rodgers thing with the Jets. I hate it. And the draft is what, this Thursday? Thursday. Yeah, the Giants pick like, what, 80th? Nobody cares. Um, anyway, I know you do over there at Chop because that's what you guys do. But I just so, want – I just I care because there's a – it's a big week for the Packers because Aaron Rodgers should get moved officially this week. Yes. He should be traded to the jets by Wednesday. All right. So my Knicks up three to one against the Cleveland Cavaliers getting involved here. Um, to me, the Knicks are playing well. It's fun. Um, you know, I, the, 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 that's funny. The spawns of Satan, some Ben Harper hopping in, mock out the Cowboys. So funny. Um, Listen, the Knicks, I tell you what, to me, three rebounds changed the whole series. Uh, Randall's rebound in game one, huge rebound. And uh, the two big rebounds, one was by Hart. And I think Hartenstein got the other one uh, on missed shots by the Knicks. The Cavs were kind of, it was a minute and a half to go. The Cavs were kind of maybe mounting a little situation. Offensive rebounds. But I didn't realize this. I don't know if you know. I don't know where they were ranked, but the Knicks, I think are in the top five team for offensive rebounds. And uh, I forgot in the playoffs how huge that is. You know, miss shots and you get the rebound, reset to 24. But look, the Garden's rocking. The Knicks are playing well. I just refuse to believe, you know, what's his name? Uh, uh, Mitchell, uh, you know, he's not shooting well. Is that really, It's four games now. He really hasn't dominated. Is I just can't see that going on. He's got to have one of those games. I mean, like, you know? but you put yourself in a really nice spot as to where even if he does have one of them, you, you still, know, you I can know. almost. And I, I say, if you make the argument that, you know, he, he the guy in Cleveland's going to light it up once, I could say, well, you know what? Randall hasn't lit it up once, and he's done yeah, that. I, I read a report today that, times. like, Randall didn't play down the stretch yesterday. Well, it's about time Thibodeau sat him. He never does. But but it's because he's dealing with the lingering yeah, issue. His with... ankle hurts him, man. He's not. He looks shitty. Yeah, but that's Nick what fans, it is. I feel bad for Randall because again, he's he's it's, he's like twenty five points a game for like four years now. But it's the way he plays. It's his game that just it's like uh, it's isolation. But like he also gets big rebounds. He's not. He's a good defender. Randall's a good player. Um, you know, listen, playoffs are different. If you notice. Again, this is why the NBA regular season blows. In the playoffs, I hate to say it, the guys try harder. Every possession is contested. So you get a guy like, you know, you get certain players and all of a sudden, hey, man, like, no, this ain't Tuesday night in Toronto in January. Yeah, like, no, that's what I'm saying. You get effort on both sides of the court in the playoffs every play. That's the biggest difference. Uh, uh, NFL football playoffs are like that, but basketball is different. It's an individual D up guarding your man. And um, it's, it's, you really see it. And I, I, you know, because I, I thought, and and, uh, hockey's the same way. You see much more energy. We'll get to that in a second. But look, the Knicks are up three games to one. I still think this series has a shot of going seven. Um, I do. But hey, it's fun. Uh, You know, it'll be great because. The Boston Garden is rocking. The Bruins only lost one game all year. And the Celtics are very, very good. And the Madison Square Garden's rocking with the Knicks and Rangers. Wouldn't it be, like, awesome if somehow, through the grace of God, you know, Rangers beat the Bruins, Knicks beat the Celtics in the playoffs, just shut everything. That would be a dream for well, me. The but- Knicks would be, going on, would be going to the NBA Finals if they beat the Celtics. The only way they play them is in the 
conference right. championship. Of course, of course. I'm saying it, but it's always good when Boston. And honestly, and New though, York they would probably both lose that series. Like the Bruins are really good well, from what I know about hockey, which is no, next to very, nothing. The and the team. Celtics are a better team than the Knicks. They're yeah. they, we clearly would be favored. The Bruins. Dude, I, I don't really follow hockey either, but the Bruins, like, I think they lost five games. They're like, they had like the best year ever uh, for anybody. Anyway, but I'm joining the Knicks. I'm watching Knickerbocker basketball. I love it. Um, and then my Rangers, of course, I say my Rangers. I am the premier, the premier NHL playoff hockey fan. I watched about eight minutes of regular season play. And I thought I, the greatest sport ever uh, is overtime NHL hockey playoffs. It's 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 mind-boggling. It's edge of your seat. It's it's almost like it shouldn't be because you almost score, you almost score, the board hits off the boards, the guy gets it, boom, 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 scores. You're like it, it's almost like a pick six in overtime. And yeah, and yeah, and it's almost like that's how they should play hockey. That's the only way they should play hockey. Right. Like, it's wild. And it's you know, it's a lot. First of, goal wins of the now, game, I, and that's it. I don't hate the Devils or Jersey team, but I, there was no Devils growing up. And to me, you grow your fanship between the age of 10 and 18. And there was no Devils. Well, the Devils just started. I was 18. I was already a Ranger fan. Nothing you could do. But listen, uh, they're up two games of one. Knicks are up three games of one. So the local team's doing well. Uh, Yankees are doing okay. The Mets are doing okay. Um, and that's it. My Scarlet McKnights, I have nothing to report other than it appears that every five-star recruit is coming to the Rutgers basketball. Uh, they're getting all these major recruits in the next year. Some of them are still in high school. If that happens, that's wild to me. But a football team, same way. But you know what, Chris? I've been watching Rutgers since 1983. I can't do this recruiting thing and look who we got coming in. I'm too old. I'm gonna, I want to watch the games and see it on the field. In other words, these recruits, I get that they're five-star. I get all that. That's cool. But you know what? I want to see it on the court. I want to see it on the court. I want to see the five-star come in and be five-star on the court, not five-star come in and, well, let's give him another year. College, he's working his yeah, way through. And he chose Rutgers because he was told, you're going to sit the bench. Uh, if you go anywhere yeah. else. Now, yeah. I did read up on these guys, Bailey and even Dylan Harper. They really are like top 10 recruits nationally um that's mind-boggling if we get those guys to go that'll be crazy but we'll end up in the nit that's it for that now of course at shea we have um i gotta mention your friend and mine cornhole level.com that's right chris christopher you hook this thing on your cornhole board and you move it around you get it right and the ball goes in the center of the dial. I'll see if I can get an idea. See the ball there? You move it around. There's a little bubble in there. And boom, perfect cornhole board. These are available at cornholelevel.com. Your cornhole leveler, Christopher, you don't want to show up at a barbecue, do you? And some of your stupid friends are playing. Definitely don't show. want a crooked cornhole, bro. No, you can't have a crooked cornhole. You know what I mean? It's been years. And, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> For $19.95 with 20% off your order, go to cornholelevel.com. Check it out. As a matter of fact, I think Mike owes me a check. I'm still doing your ad for no money. That seems to be a common theme here at Job Sports uh, since 1996. The uh, <laughs> But uh, go to cornholelevel.com. Get your leveler and uh, 
It's a great thing. Perfect stocking stuffer. Of course, if you mention JP Show or Chop Sports, you get 20% off your entire order. I think it's like $1.85. I should probably figure that exactly what it is. I'm going to do that after the show so I know. Um, check it out. Mike Caprio, my second second baseman um, from Corona. And uh, go check it out. CornholeLevel.com. It's a cool gift for all you Cornhole fans out there. Uh, what else we got here? This is going to be a shorter show, I think. Well, I uh, a couple of things I can discuss. Um, went to uh, my daughter's dance recital. And uh, my daughter did very well. Um, she really, really, she in six dances, I, she did her solo on Saturday. And um, a bunch of other dances on Sunday. But the funny thing is, I can't watch the other schools dance. Like, I'll watch a little bit of the King Center, which my daughter goes to occasionally but like once you get into other schools like i have to step out of the auditorium i just have what i what makes me crazy about dance recitals is they take these songs and they have these breathy voices to slow it down so they'll take a song like i will always love you by whitney houston and it'll just be piano like ding ding and i ding 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 will always love you like by some girl breathy voice but you get like six of those in a row and you're like okay what is this like suicide prevention here they get this and then someone plays like a chuck berry song right and, and the crowd's dancing the dancers suck but it doesn't matter you're like oh that was a great dance these slow billy eilish kind of songs i can't stand it uh you know uh it just makes me crazy and another thing again i'll be inappropriate as sometimes i am couple of dance schools they, there was one song called burlesque okay so do the how do you think they were dressed chris like and it was like 60 of them on stage and i was like oh my god like it's so bad i don't know i would just be like yeah you're gonna sit that one out yeah well thank god my, my daughter this is another school not my daughters um i'm definitely gonna be i told my daughter i said daddy likes to joke around a lot i really do i was always kidding around with my daughter but like I was like, Nat, like, daddy's going to bring the hammer down. Like, so don't, don't think like, you know, I'm, I'm easy going, but like, if I think you're on stage with your ass hanging out, like, I don't, that's not happening. You were like, no, not happening. Um, I just think it's inappropriate. And then yeah, the that's, song, that's, it's, I mean, I'm not going to, the song is burlesque. And it's these like, girls the song doing, is burlesque. I would say that there's, they want it. That, that, that's the one I want it. And I was like, you know what? And it looked like, uh, uh, you know, to be honest with you, the judges looked like they played for the other team, uh, you know, or the National League, however you want to word that. And I'm like, but it's, you know, I, I, again, I, I guess I'm wrong. It's like the this whole me too. Want me to say it? Like so you don't have to? Well, I do it in my stand-up, but I mean, but I yeah, just think- I, I get it. I agree with you. I To me, it's like out of the 120 parents involved there, that one of them was like, yo. Right, it has happening. to be. I just, you know, and I get like, you know, but the thing is, it's not so much the dress. Okay, I could I could live with that. It, if no, it's the concept that you're you're well how insinuating about the, to they're the twerking. They're doing yeah, like, like I, they had chairs. That, they had chairs. What are you supposed? Is it supposed to be funny? Uh, is it supposed to be? Uh, dare listen, you say I'm like not the saying actual they weren't, word that it's it's insinuating? It's supposed to be sexual. It's crazy. And, and some me. of the girls are, are, are thirteen and fourteen on the stage. And then if I'm the girls good. that are eighteen, it's inappropriate because. There's it, it, uh, the whole thing stinks. I, I can't stand it. And um, uh, uncomfortable is the best way to put it. 
You, you know what? In that way, and then people say, well, you shouldn't be looking at that. Well, I'm watching the show. I'm in the eighth row, and I got these girls. And with all the makeup and the lights, they all look 25 to me. And all of a sudden, you're like, wait a minute. I'm at a, I'm at a, I'm at a dance competition. This is all – I mean, you know, the, I, that was on – Sunday, I brought a lot of uh, dollar bills, and I was throwing some on the no. – it's just uh, – <laughs> No cut, cut, cut. No, it's just the song, like the twerking. Let's not dance. What? Yeah, let's. Uh, I can't we'll, we'll, ne- all right, we'll, Next, next topic. We're moving on. I it just please dance company people dress your kids uh, appropriately. appropriately. That's all I gotta say on that. But uh, my daughter did great, which is I was very proud of her. Um, but here's the funny part. So in this room, there was a TV in the lunch room that wasn't on. And me and one of the guys, the Ranger game was coming on. And one of the guys was like, ah, oh, what's that TV? What does that TV works? And I was like, ah, it's probably closed circuit for the school. Cause it was at a middle school in uh, East Brunswick. And also like, there's this janitor, you know, walking by. And I'm like, I was like, Hey man, like does that TV work. He's like, Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Just hit the power. So the guy reaches up, hits the power button. And like, what are the odds? I was like, I don't even know what channel the Rangers are on. We literally, wherever that channel was, he hit the button like four times. The next thing you know, I see, I see a puck moving on the ice. And I was like, oh my God. That guy probably thought you were this huge Rangers hockey right, fan. Yeah, you needed so, to see the game. It's like, but you understand, second, it got to the point where all game like, you've watched in two every, years. Every, every guy suddenly moved to the, to the area where the TV was. And because guys, dads don't know what to do. You can't go in the dressing room to go get your daughter. Bro, I would have been a big hockey fan in that moment. I would have yeah, been like, oh, perfect. Yeah, know, and so on Sunday, I knew I was going to miss a lot of the Nick game, but the TV was there and I got there. Like I showed up as soon as I was there, it was already on the Nick channel. I was like, Oh, so I watched the entire Nick game without sound, which really as a fan, you get to watch. Um, that's why I was laughing at that. The Cavs were going to eat them up because they were going to the hole early. But next thing you know, watch, there's like 20 dads. All of a sudden one dad missed his kid's dance. So I saw uh, the costume that my daughter wears she was sitting that one of the other kids was sitting with their parents. I went over and I said, listen, when your daughter goes to the back, that means my daughter is ready to go. Cause she was, I don't know where she was. I was like, but there's like three minutes left in his Nick game. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wait till the last possible second to watch. But the game ended about three minutes before my daughter got on stage. I ran inside and I watched it was perfect, but it was fun to watch with a group of people. Uh, my nephew went to the game on Friday and, uh, I told my nephew, because he's 25 years old, right? He's starting to make a few dollars. I told him, I said, dude, you don't understand New York. Like, everyone's like, Yankees, Giants, yeah. It's a basketball town. Always has been. When the Knicks get going, this town gets stupid. He's like, I don't know. The Yankees are big. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. They're not. Because the Knicks are, there's like Mets and Yankee fans love the Knicks. It's like a combination of that asshole Met fan that asshole giant fan, the asshole uh, Yankee fan with a big sprinkling of asshole cowboy fan. They're all Nick fans. So it's a, when they showed the crowd shots of the Nick, did you see some of those guys in Guinea tees with the chains? I was like, if you're sitting in Iowa, you were like, look at these jerk offs. The team's not even that good. And I love it. Cause 
The Knicks so rarely do anything. But yeah, my and, nephew and, said the bars you outside. Combine the- that with the fact that they're desperate for a good Knicks team in New York for so long, it's going to it will light the the city on oh, fire for sure. And '94 was that way with the Rangers. I remember it well. And I told my nephew, I'm like, dude, you got to go. Even if you don't get tickets, go to the bars outside the garden. There's chicks there. It's like the the garden. It's like I would say all of Midtown is rocking. They even have the TV on <laughs> Times Square. I was like, enjoy it because. It's it's fun. And you're young. He's single. You know, like he's got a few dollars on him. Like, go enjoy the whole thing. And he's not really a Ranger fan, but he's like, he's like, well, Jim, you know, a lot of girls like hockey. I'm like, I know. I remember 1994. We were like, there was girls all over. For some reason, chicks like hockey. I'm saying chicks. That's what they look like. They, they love hockey. It's nuts. Um, so it's a good time to be a Nick fan runner, even though they're only up three to one in the first round. And we're acting like we're in the Eastern Conference Finals already. But you know what? When you're starving for so long and someone gives you a piece of bread, you got to act like you're at an Italian restaurant. You know, that's what you got to do. Um, if that was like if Rutgers ever went to the Sweet 16 or the Final Eight, I'd be out of my mind. Um, anyway, so that was fun. So I watched my daughter dance and I got to watch the Ranger and the Nick game. So that was very fun there. Um, what the hell else do I got to say? Um, of course, uh, this segment is brought to you by... Chasing Miracles, introducing breakthrough technology, phototherapy patches. Now, I've agreed to actually try it for a month. Uh, my weight is going good. Doing, I'm eating healthier there, playing a little ball, doing okay. Softball will start next week. Excited. Game got canceled Sunday, and I couldn't make it because of the dance. So Johnny Trino is back playing softball for the Potbellies of Ramsey, which is appropriately named. But you got to check out Chasing Miracles, phototherapy patches. They use light to stimulate the body's natural healing systems, an effective, inexpensive way to reactivate your own stem cells using your personal body power source. Instead of pills and surgery, this delivers a non-invasive, non-transdermal approach. You got to go to ChasingMiracles.com. They got all kinds of health things on there. Talk to Tommy and Donna. This stuff is backed by years of clinical um, clinical research go check it out they're sending me i think i'm going to start as soon as i get them i'm going to be wearing these things we'll have some fun with it and i'll let you know how it works for me so that is i it. heard that, that is, it, it absorbs better when you put it over your nipple you see that you see that you see that mocking out my mocking out my sponsor chasing miracles no 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 i'm i was mocking out you but oh really I can't put anything on my nipples because I got I have like bigger tits than you know half the seventh and eighth graders here and shit. Um, yes, but I'm doing better with the weight. Uh, I'm not. I don't look like Bone Crusher Smith, and hopefully uh, that'll work out. Um, I also though they don't make the. Well, I I injured. They don't make the big patches. Uh, see that to cover my gut. You uh, see that? Yeah, I got a little bit of a belly. You know what I mean. First oh, of all, man. first of all, all right. that I, was a layup. I had to take it. Bro. You had to t- you're, but see the fact that you still think you're better than me in sports is comical to me, bro. Comical. What are we talking about? No, that, dude, no please don't dude, go there. Dude, you, you think you're, you're so much slower. You're 40 now. You ain't got no, like you're in the, me and you were in the same club now. Fat bastards. That's what it is. That's you're out of shape. You're I'm definitely not out of shape. You're out of shape. What, what's I'm not that? out of shape. You know How what? much do you think I weigh? It doesn't matter what you weigh. I know not you're, you out know. of shape. Yeah, exactly right. Ben Harper saying you you can play slow slow pitch softball without a gut. Laugh out loud. That's so funny. Um, but I'm looking forward to getting back into softball shape. But you listen, I'm better than you in softball, pickleball, tennis, ping pong, 
Ping pong uh, probably, probably, sport. I, I bet I can run a 5K just as, uh, within. Jimmy, within, you can't run 5K. Uh, yes, I can. You ain't can running run, a straight 5K. That of course I can. No, Compe- get the f- I'm bro. a competitive guy. You got to walk you know some. I don't walk. I'll do the whole You ain't thing. running a 5K. It only dude. takes you about a half hour. You can probably that. You ain't running a fucking half hour. I, Excuse my I language. Run, there is no I run two shot. 5Ks already. We've had this conversation life. before, and this was no, a year you ago. Think you are in shape. Hey, bro. You're, you think you're in shape, and you uh, ain't shit. That's my, I can tell you this. Guys, you're in I'm denial. not running a 5K. Jimmy, you're also not running a 5K. Uh, no, I, I run it. No problem. No problem. I'll even be. I'll even be doing like you know. I'll be like the boxer. I'll be doing. They give the you a cheeseburger step. at the at the end of every oh, K. Definitely gonna. Definitely right? gonna eat. I get like... a cheeseburger at the end of every K, and then you're good, right? Just some oh, motivation. So yeah, right. You go. It ends right by the bar. You walk right in. Get a get a little case of deer with a nice cold beer. They might even open reopen rugs and riffies for that one. But the, speaking the... of speaking of being out of shape, I dude, I injured. I I don't know what's going on. I injured my ankle. I thought first. I thought it was the gout. <laughs> Then I thought maybe it was a. Uh, you guys, my, hear uh, this? This guy's talking about running a five k. He thinks he may have injured himself. It might be the gout. No, no. You're gonna need that no, ankle listen, to run that five k against you. Against you, dude. I'm competitive. <laughs> you have to shoot me, bro. Dude, you're not in shape. You're not in shape. You're not. You, you haven't. You haven't been an athlete since you're 18. You watch MMA and no, think I'm you not. Can be you're right. An I'm MMA not an wrestler. athlete since I was. I mean, I probably wasn't even an athlete anymore at, at 18. Right? Was Please, my I senior year. Play, that was it. I watched you play softball. It was embarrassing. And so I know you have no skills. Jimmy, I was the fastest person in the whole league. Okay. How, how, and, and so were we playing a couple of years ago? Yeah. Yeah. You think so? I am po- oh my God. positive. It's like 100%. slow, but you're like DVR with slow motion, bro. Oh, my. No, yeah, bro. One thing, one thing you were good at. You were very much, you were like a pinball machine in the outfield. The ball hit your glove, your chin, your gut. Your ear hit every body part and fell to the ground. And you I know I had that. to. I was one of those guys that they had to put Jimmy in in right center when I was in left center, or put me in left center when Jimmy was in right center because I had to cover more ground. Uh, but yeah, right. I was playing right field. And I realized, wait a minute, I, I should be the starting left fielder on this team. Um, I'm back, bro. I'm back, bro. You can't handle the truth. But anyway, out and all. So I actually went to the city MD. They took. I might have this like bone spur issue. And I got to go to see Dr. Tony Sergi, um, who's These my boy. These things are just not lining up with the rest of what you're saying. Dude, I got, you're well, I might see an orthopedic surgeon for bone I know, spurs but or, I, and or gout. But I'm still, I'm still better than you, bro. Even with injuries. Okay. Um, I, you think you're better than me. That's you're not. You're I don't even not. know what the hell, how did this happen? How did this happen? Me just said like you need to, <laughs> I said that they don't make the big patches for your tit. You to cover your ditty. <laughs> And you started talking shit about so it. wrong, so wrong. I'm back, bro. Uh, anyway, uh, so I was. Uh, the, the good news is I was. Well, first of all, uh, really quick, I'll mention. Don't forget Pine Tar Bar and Grill at PineTarBarGrill.com. My buddy Tommy's place in Forked River, best sports bar in New Jersey. Also, uh, my therapist friend Lisa Ruane, two zero one seven two five one two five one. She's certified therapist and hypnotherapy and all kinds of things. If you're in a jam, you feel like shit, you know, you get a little goofy with yourself, call her up. She's a therapist. She'll take care of you. She'll walk you through. Um, and she's really good people. So don't forget to do that. Again, Lisa Ruane, 201-725-1251. So that's all for my sponsors. Now, I was I can't mention what I, I, I'm not allowed to mention anything. Um, I, I worked this week. I, I'll leave it at that. And uh, 
the uh, I can't mention anything else, but you know, it was cool. I got paid well, which is cool, but it was so good just to be hanging out with actors again, man. You know, sitting in the green room, talking shop, learning about where you're from, what'd you do? Because when you used to audition for shows, you saw these people every week and you BS in the room, you find out different plays people are doing, you give someone hands you a postcard, or you know, you now, of course, you get their Instagram, whatever the hell they call it. But like you don't get to hang out with actors or people that are in showbiz that get where you get the blues, the ups and downs. And uh, I got a kick out of it because I always think that everybody's like everybody's better than me when I'm in the room. I always think I'm the worst player there. And then all of a sudden you realize like when you when you start looking up their IMDB, it's like, wait a minute. I've done way more than these people have, but uh, it's uh, they're also younger, so you got to factor that in. I'm the uh, the Don Sutton of actors, but um, who's this? Diana Aguilar is that Rick uh, Rick Aguilar's kid? Your posts are always worth a look, but we are not friends on Facebook. Oh, this is great! I sent you a friend request, but it never went through. If you don't mind, can you try to add me as your friend from your Facebook page? I don't know who this is. Um, Every time I get those weird, but you see that? Can you read the? But yes, the answer is yes. You will, Diana Aguilar. You will, Jimmy will accept your friend request so you can enjoy. Yeah, but it's the, always um... then you look at the photographs and it's always uh, the girl's got like a barely no shirt on and it's like she's from like a no, Taiwan this one seems real. Your posts are always, but we are not. I sent you a friend route. That 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 sounds odd, Diane. If you're listening to this, how do you know me? Uh, you don't know me from beer. League. Maybe, okay. maybe through beer league. Maybe she's just a. I don't know. You're maybe a public figure, a, Jim. You're uh, you're. You just I, talked I, about your IMDb credits. That's how people know you, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm big time. I'm on. I'm on the Chop Sports Network. He's being modest. He doesn't know how time. to handle um, this influx of new fans or no, old fans man. that they just have been trying to get access, and now they're finally got uh, some access. Listen, and you're like, I'm no. growing. My social media is growing in bounds. But anyway, it was fun to be just working again and hanging out with some cool people, uh, which was awesome. Uh, and uh, that that is that in that regard. And I'll be working again for the next couple of weeks. So I'm thrilled to death over that. Uh, much needed cha-ching for the checkbook there. Um, so that's cool. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Um, what was you, you, you just mentioned something that, that I wanted to chat about. Oh, um, I got a stand-up gig Wednesday night, which I am... I am. I'm going to look like Derek Rose at the stand-up gig. I am ill prepared, but it's at a really cool place. It's up um, in uh, Pauling, New York. It's called Daryl's House, which is the my parents have gone there. Daryl Hall, yeah, Hall it's the Daryl Hall my Oates guy. Love that yes, place. Yes, it's and it's. I, I'm doing it for one reason. My my buddy, uh, uh, Mark Riccadona, is over there, and uh, he invited me to do it. Um, Look, they so, got some good. They got no. It's a famous place. That place is legit, right? They they don't. They, this show. I've told you about this show. You would love this show, bro. Because I know you're into that music. The, the, right. It's they about have artists on. It's called show called Daryl's House. You could go yeah, on YouTube and look I it know. up, dude. I I can't wait. I, it's a famous stage. Now it's a rock and roll music kind of place. So I'm not so sure. Wednesday night comedy is going to be the same. You well, know, I'm sure like, they're not doing it for no reason. Yeah, so uh, I'm looking forward to having fun. I'm I'm be on stage with Jeffrey Paul and Denny Corby. Get a kick out of that. And uh, yeah, so it's at Daryl's house, which is 1:30 on New York Route 22 in Pauling, New York. Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Uh, big shout out to my boy Mark for getting me the gig. 
I'm excited about that. I got to really bear down on Wednesday afternoon and say, all right, what bits am I going to do? I don't even know how long I'm doing. I think I'm doing 20 minutes. Uh, I think we're splitting it. Everybody's doing 20 minutes or so. Um, but that's cool. Another gig there. And I'm also doing a gig May 7th. I got to post some stuff. It's uh, every it's called Every Family's uh, <laughs> Your Biggest Allman Brothers Fans and Share. That's so funny. Ben Harper busting my balls. Um, the, uh, I'm doing a show where you just go up and tell a story. It's called Every Family's Got One. And I'm doing a classic story about my dad, uh, which I should, I probably told uh, on the show. I wonder if I should just say it now. Would that ruin it? I should wait till, I'll wait till after the show. Yeah, what? I, I've done it live though before, but it's a cool show out in Long Island. I'll be posting about that. It's on May 7th. It's on a Sunday. Uh, I think the show starts at 2 p.m. Um, and all my relatives from Long Island are going to be there. Should that should be cool. Um, and that's about it. But I had one other thing. You said something before. Look at me. I'm a little haphazard today here at Shay. Um, but that's it. Uh, I think that's it for my show. Uh, go Rangers tonight. Go Knicks. Now the Knicks play what? Tuesday? Knicks play tomorrow. And then they don't play what? Till June 8th. That's how it works in the NBA. You get You play a game. Then you go on Actually, vacation. If they, win. if they win, they won't play until August. That's it. So uh, me and Dave had a joke about that. Like hockey's like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. NBA's like Monday. It's looking like that series. It's looking like that Bucks series is going to go a little deep. If the Bucks are the right. team that people think that they are, they should be able to make this a series. They're down two one. It's not by any stretch over, but Giannis is hurt, and Giannis might not be playing for the next two, from what I'm hearing. So, well, yeah, I, I listen. I don't care about the I'm a bad fan when it comes to this stuff. I don't care about the, the uh, I don't care about who the Knicks play. I just want them to win this round and then we get to the next round and whoever the big everybody after this round you have to agree everyone's better than the Knicks, right? Every team pretty much, right? Give or take. I mean the Heat or maybe even the heater, maybe the heater, even the Heat or the eighth know, seed. Right. So uh, they lost the playing uh, game and they fought their way back in, so Right, but I, I I judge each series. Bring them on. Welcome to the garden. See how well the Knicks do. The Knicks are flawed. They can lose a series. They can get swept. They I think they can sweep somebody else. They get hot. But the key thing is the Knicks. Don't forget, they finally have a point guard. It's so huge in the playoffs. Brunson brings the ball up. It's huge for the Knicks. They haven't had that in a while. Anyway. All right. Shout out to Ben Harper and Diana Aguiar. I think it's Rick Aguiar's kid. Um, I don't know what you're doing there. It looks like one of those creepy things. Christopher, thanks for doing the show. I will be doing the show next Tuesday at 1 p.m. We're back to the regular time slot. I appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate my Patreon. Go to patreon.com. Go to Instagram, official Jimmy Palumbo. Facebook, blah, blah, blah. I'll be uh, busting all this stuff out. Oh, I know what I forgot. I know what I forgot. Soon as I get off the phone, the phone, soon as I get off the podcast, I'm going to be watching the final beer league cuts of the beer league series. Five of them. Oh, so and we're close. We we're getting that soon. We're close to be getting the okay. And we're going to be putting these things out sooner than, uh, you know, it took way longer than I thought. It wasn't my fault. Uh, production had some issues and he had to spend time and money to get it going. And so uh, I'll be watching them as soon as I hang up. I'm looking forward to it. And, um, that's it. That's all I got. I will talk to you later on, Christopher. Thanks for doing the show. Thank. Uh, going, goodbye, dude. everybody. We'll see you. And uh, that's it. I'll see you guys later on. Peace.
Peace. Where have you come from? Where have you gone?